You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? Let's get started here on the Connect Church podcast number 35. 35. Wow. Number 35. I think that's the temperature outside. It feels so good outside. It's <laughs> I know it doesn't. It was kind of one of those mornings for me where I was like, do I put on, you know, long pants and long sleeved shirt and then just get to church and be hot all day because I'm inside, <laughs> you know? So uh, I'm still adjusting to the temperature, trying to get, um, you know, whatever. But anyways, uh, so. It's hard when you're hot. Uh, and you know what? I'm finding out that I am hot. <laughs> I am You're just now finding out I am smoking hot. <laughs> you know why? Because you know we had this baby. I, I can't ask why, but go ahead. We had this baby. I'd rather not ask. Why. For those watching and listening later on, we had a baby last week. Y'all know Samuel Walker. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. And uh he looks just like me. Yes. He does. Okay. Every, he does. And you can't deny it. He does. Yeah. He yeah. looks just like me. Ashley was faithful. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> and what does everybody come up and say? Oh, he's just the most beautiful baby. Oh, he is gorgeous. Look at that hair. And I'm like, I am dead sexy. <laughs> I must be dead sexy. So. Well, it, it is cute when you're one. <laughs> well, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's that's how I figured out that I. Oh, I follow your logic. Yeah, follow you know, your like logic. yeah. If you had a baby and it looked mm-hmm. just like you, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, he's so cute." Well, I must be just gorgeous. What's mm-hmm. the deal? So no. <laughs> yeah. So no, we're, I don't we like are live your logic, streaming, but I follow it. Yeah. No. <laughs> we are live streaming here on the podcast and. Um, if you are watching, we we got a whole whopping six people watching. Let us know you're hey, watching. Hey. I see Belen is here. She waved at me. Hey, Belen. And if you're watching, let us know you're here in the comments so we can interact with you. We want you to interact with us as we are um, talking through our sermon stuff and our um, segments and everything. And if you have something interesting to say, I'll probably read it on the podcast. Sure. So that's yeah. how that, that Whether how it's that appropriate or not. Exactly. Whether it's appropriate or not. So how how's it going, guys? How's your week been? It's <laughs> Thursday. Usually way, we do this on Ch- Tuesday. Chuck just said one of these six is me. Yeah. He's in the back room. <laughs> yeah, Chuck, we, hey, this can't happen without Brother Chuck. That's so, right. That's Thank right. you, Chuck. So we got to have Chuck Well, here. now we're down to five. <laughs> <laughs> he quit watching. <laughs> I see Denise. What's up, Denise? How you doing, girl? All right. How was your... It's Thursday. Normally, we do this on Tuesday, uh, but it's been quite a busy week, a little hectic. Um, so, quite eventful. Yeah, quite eventful. What's been going on this week, Mustache Man? Um, for me, not a lot. You know, I, I feel well, like you, you guys... You have your, your, no, 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 your daughter you guys, had a birthday. Oh, yeah. My daughter turned... <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, that's not eventful. Uh, yeah. Oh no, it was when your granddaughter turns two. It is. Uh, yeah, I guess I was sure. Nora turned two yesterday. We had her birthday party this past weekend um, for Ashlyn. Let's let's say that for Ashlyn, it was an event to say the least. Um, you know, we had in laws in town and stuff like that. So we really tried to get there, honestly, but we thought to ourselves. None of us are in the mental state to take five kids to this. We do not party judge right you now. whatsoever for. <laughs> I mean, really, we we have you plenty know our grace, for, grace for that. Yes. Although you could have like dropped the kids off and left. I should have done. That. We honestly that would probably wouldn't perfect. have judged you for that either. Like Wednesday night church, just drop them off and leave. You know, that's how yeah. it goes. Yeah. So yeah. What about you, Terry? What's been going on? Are you? Oh, I'm up, I'm hit the head. <laughs> yes, we're thankful. Terry has a new catchphrase. It's wonderful yes. already. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> He's good, he says. I don't, okay, all right. Well, well yes. you better get your bushes you, cut and your yard mode before it gets too. My my, uh, my biggest problem is is that I didn't have anything to drive, so that was that's my. Yes, yeah, so if you did, right now, if so, you yeah. didn't know by now, Terry did have a a my favorite car very, of all time. A very scary and very it could have been much more serious than it was, but a pretty serious wreck. Um, got t boned right. Right in front of your neighborhood to boot, you know, drove to Destin, Florida and back within 24 <laughs> hours, which was 
kind of stupid, but <laughs> even though, um, you know, it made it all the way to like the entrance of his neighborhood. An eighth of a mile from house. Yeah. He like could see his house literally from there and uh, gotten a pretty rough wreck. So we're thankful that the Lord's protection was over him. That sounds but, like something only Terry could do. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Drove all this way and had a wreck in the driveway. Which, I feel, <laughs> 900 I, miles. Yeah. I actually, I talked to Missy Bramlett. She was one of the, the volunteer fire part. Fire department workers or whatever that um, Jerry, was there on the Missy. Jerry Missy thing. First, very first, thankful for first them. ones there. But I've heard this they from said, multiple. Oh, leave people. him in there. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this from multiple like uh, firefighters and stuff. They said like when you're traveling, almost eighty five percent of the wrecks that happen if you have a wreck when traveling, like for the holidays or visit family or whatever, it happens like on your road. They say yeah. what happens is inevitably you become familiar and all of a sudden like, that's when you fall asleep. It's not like, you know, the 12 hours you just drove or anything like that. It's like right when you finally get to your familiar in your hometown and stuff on your way back, like when you almost it, made it home. They said that's when it did happens. You, did you fall asleep? No, I just was. I didn't think so. I was just, it was what he just said, though. I was, I was like, I've jumped this road a thousand times in the golf cart, in my car, yeah. and that takes one second. So I was like, that guy's got to be too far away. I got, him, I got this made. So I got... Um, I saw a video this week, ironically, of of a uh, grandpa driving and his uh, other passenger grandson was in the passenger seat and the grandson was asleep, just passed out, and the grandpa's going, right? I mean, he's he's getting it. He's going. And he swerves <laughs> off and he hits the rumble strips. And the, what caught me on the video was the, the title says, Grandpa Falls Asleep at Will Blames Another Driver. Right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So he, <laughs> he wakes up, and I can't say everything that came out of their mouths. But do you have a t- uh, camera in Terry's car? <laughs> yeah. He hits the rumble strip, and he wakes up. Ah, what are you doing? That guy sideswiped me. Ah! And the guy, and the grandson's like, "Pull over! Get off the road! Get off the road!" <laughs> it was quite funny. Yeah. If you don't mind a few curse words, you can look that up on YouTube. It's hilarious. Anyways. Oh dear. All right. So what? Speaking of scary things, uh, the icebreaker for your. Uh, uh, sermon yeah. connect group things this week was what's your most irrational fear yeah what's your most irrational fear andrew irrational irrational fear like what are you afraid I'll, of that you shouldn't be afraid of blood 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 110 percent. like if we just say that word enough right now i will fall off the stage you know the blood like, is what saved you <laughs> i get a little queasy every time I feel a southern you know, gospel that's right it. that's right like the blood will never lose its power and then Amen. you know I'm, I'm trying to you know i want to be a good christian and think about like jesus sacrifice and everything and then i pass out in church like yeah. <laughs> so the passion of the christ you can't watch it i've never seen it okay. <laughs> oh my gosh I will say mom and dad, when it first came out, they wouldn't actually let us watch it. They didn't let me. It was rated R, wasn't it? And so, and I think that's why they were just so like, it's rated R. We didn't fully know why. So they wouldn't let us watch it. I think they, Aaron actually watched it after that, but I told them I couldn't watch it because of blood. Like, (laughs) of course, nowadays rated R is like PG. So <laughs> yeah, you know, back you know, then rated R meant something. Right, now, I don't yeah. think it means anything. Now. Absolutely, but you know I, that that would probably be my number one irrational fear. What about you, Terry? What's your irrational fear? Uh, being in a car wreck. Be- <laughs> <laughs> being in a car wreck. Getting hit in the head. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't. No, I gotta say his is probably. I'm just gonna speak for him on this one. As being in closed spaces. Oh, yeah. He's extremely yeah. claustrophobic. No, no, like, Tanner, I don't know if you elevators. remember this, just so you guys know. Yeah, elevators. And so, like, when we go on Stafford Tree, we, the last two years we've gone to Rogers, Arkansas, which is, yes. I, even though it's really close to, you know, Fayetteville and the Razorbacks and all that, I love Northwest That's Arkansas. Nice. Like, it's a really nice place and all. Well, every time we go, we stay in the same hotel, and it's even, in, like, the elevator's glass. So, like, you can see out of it. You're not that closed in, and every single time. We get in that elevator. All I want to do is jump. You? I want to, yes, I want to get it stuck and I want to see oh, him you cry. Want, I, got you. Yeah. I want yeah. <laughs> yeah. every yeah. single time we were Pe- getting somewhere. I- People die in <laughs> elevators. It is a known fact. 3.7 Americans die every year in an elevator. So, only, you know, what happened to that other third of that one person? <laughs> that was me. So, if I am safe in, a, in an elevator, shouldn't they be also safe in an elevator? That you can't breathe in there. If that thing oh. breaks down, you're. you're That's not true. If I wear my mask in the elevator, are they? We're not talking about the M word. How did we get to mask? <laughs> well, to be fair, it's Belen's fault. I've got that on my mind because she called me a little while ago and told me the story of how she blessed out the ER uh, 
attendance. That yeah, was kind of funny. Like, so, so Terry's was, over here dying of this car wreck, and they're like, sir, put your mask on. You know, they like, really were. All right. Like, I just had so to dumb. T- I just had to tell mom, I said, mom, just fill out the paperwork. <laughs> just yeah, fill I'm out the paperwork. Like, yeah, paperwork. I, I, was in, I was in a wheelchair, and I was hurting pretty good at that point, and a little scared, and so um, I was just going, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Yeah, that that was just trying to de-escalate the situation. Mom rips it off. She, she didn't say any bad words. Mom doesn't do that, but, you know, when – when, when Belen's angry, you know. It's, <laughs> it's a great feeling to rip off that mask and tear the earpieces off, you know, and that's what she said she did. I said, that's a great feeling. I've done Although that. in no, the amount did. of time that she gave them a sermon about wearing the mask and everything, she probably could have filled out the paperwork. So. <laughs> it was yeah. funny. Is there was three Prop people sewer. there, and they were all trying to attend to other, and they all three turned around and came towards us. <laughs> <laughs> Which I will say to her credit, she apologized on the way out, and the uh, blessed soul whom Christ died for basically said up yours on welcoming out, even though mom apologized. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. butthole. Apologies anyways. aren't usually a thing for those kind of people. But no. Anyways, but anyways. Anyway. All right. So <laughs> so let's get into our sermon recap here. Fishing in deep waters. I catch them. God cleans them. I bait the hook with the love of the kingdom. I've been called to be a fisher of men. Fisher of men. I catch them. That's what I'm talking about. Now Andrew has the new words to the week. <laughs> <laughs> there was literally a million country songs that you could have played during that, and you chose that Southern Gospel song. The Gaither Vocal Band. I what? catch them, God cleans them. <laughs> All right. That's deep. <laughs> you and me going fishing in the dark. <laughs> well, that's not really appropriate. Where the green grass grows. Anyways, so we are called to deep water. Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 13. Uh, we are called to deep water, fishing in deep waters. And how about... Let's just pull out a song that we hadn't done in eight years, that old Oceans song yeah, for invitation. Did. I thought that, I that, thought was that good. went pretty well. Nice. That was good. It was right. good. I see Ma- what you did Madison there. killed it there. She did great. She did. Awesome. She did. So, anyways, you know, that was one of those songs that got done so many times. Yeah. So fast. Oh, that's why like, you text me and said we're going to do Oceans in the deep water. That way you I could, you, if you wanted to have some time to yeah. let the song set into your sermon. Yeah. But it's fine. It worked out great. It was yeah. fine. <laughs> I just not got that when you take me. Tanner's trying not to say a bad word on the air. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just out of stupidity. <laughs> I figured I figured to have a good song ready because if he was going to be out of it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and not able to move, yeah. or he, you know, by an act of the good Lord, cuts off early, we'd have a good song to fill yeah. some time and, and that would be appropriate for the sermon. Which somehow still did happen. He got out on time for first service and then inevitably second service didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. But anyways, all right. So what was your most meaningful statements you heard today in the sermon or heard Sunday in the sermon, Andrew? Well, this is bad because I was in children's church both Sundays and I have oh, not well, gone mind. back and watched okay. it. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Well. Yeah. Well, we had a we had a game plan and stuff, but um, you know, since the wreck happened Saturday night, I didn't actually send my backup volunteer the lesson until Sunday morning, and I just didn't. I didn't feel like I feel like as a leader, I felt responsible. Like I needed to stay in there since I had already prepared the lesson and trying to get somebody else to do it at sure. the last second. Well, we'll, so, sure. And I'm just gonna completely be honest. I have not watched a sermon from Sunday we'll, on the live stream. We'll, we'll That's we'll my fault. <laughs> a little bit of a past that um, uh, he was there at the um, at the ER met met his mom, so she desperately needed it at that so point. So, were you at the ER Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday? Well, there you go. Yes, for different. <laughs> no, I wasn't. That's did what I'm you... saying. Like I, I just that's on me. I didn't watch the live stream. I'm Could sorry. Could you have listened to the Shame. sermon? Could you have listened to the sermon playback podcast? We have at a all? podcast for this. Yes, it's a sermon on, podcast. It's on. Yeah, you can just go and listen straight to the sermon there via the website www triconnect.church or <laughs> your Apple podcast. So if you do miss our services, that's something you can do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's exactly it. And there's the beautiful So when graphic, your dad so. gets T-boned by a car and you spend your Saturday night in the ER and then have to do children's church for both services, you can go back on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, especially when I we got all that free time. Have. But <laughs> All right, Terry, since he's a new listener, hit him with it. <laughs> yeah, although although yes. I can already say one of the most meaningful statements apparently was, I got hit in the head. Yeah, I got hit in the head. <laughs> I, did, I did use that once yeah. or twice. Oh All gosh. right, uh, yes, we went fishing Sunday. so we had Do a, I need to play the song again? The, uh, no. no, we're good. No, <laughs> no, I, can, uh, yeah. I can think of something to say here. <laughs> we're down to two listeners. Uh, anyway. Uh, Actually, so, four. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I think one of them is me and Chuck. Now, now we're down to three. <laughs> we are down to three. Down to three. <laughs> Dude, we are 
Jordan. The other one's my mom. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. So uh, one of my favorite in- intros of all time was reading the story by Angie Tudor um, going fishing with the Tudor family, but that was good. So we, we set it up with, um, you know, Jesus preaching from the boat. He's got the big crowds, and he tells Peter and uh, the other guys, Andrew, James, and John, let's take our boats out further, and let's go into the deep waters. Um, and so they go into the deep water. That was my um, um, Bill Gaither impersonation there. So anyway. It was spot uh, so, on. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so they go out into the deep waters, and there, uh, which, you know, I try to bring into the fact that Jesus has probably been preaching and teaching on discipleship, and now he gives them an object lesson. And I love the practicality of Christianity that Jesus just doesn't tell us what to do, but he shows us, and he gives us so much more help. And so we brought all of that around to saying, that uh, as Peter comes into understanding the message, uh, he's in the first, you know, uh, title that we, our first notes that we gave to our congregation was Jesus shows him that a sense of being less than God and less than holy is precisely what God can work with. And at that moment, when Jesus tells Peter and the guys to go put their nets on the other side, they're sort of ticked off because this is a handyman, you know, this is a carpenter guy. What's he know about fishing? They've known him for a few years now, and it's like, oh my goodness, the preacher is telling us, you know, how to do our job, and he don't even, you know, he don't even work for a living, so mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and so they throw the nets out on the other side, and then the boats start tipping over because they've caught so much fish. And at that moment, Peter realizes we've seen some miracles, we like his teaching on discipleship, we've heard this guy a little bit, but now, boom, uh, you know, this guy really is Jesus, and he gets that message that we're going to follow up with this sermon uh, that the Pharisees and the other people didn't get. This is the Son of God. And so he falls down and cries out, I'm a sinner. And when you really believe in Jesus, that's where you come to, is you cry out, I am a sinner, and I really do need his help. And so that's the the point of that uh, Dr. Bach's commentary, is that we can't really ever get to be with God until we realize that we're nothing without him, and that's right where he wants us at. So, you know, Jesus is telling Peter to do something uh, to Peter that just did not make any sense. Right, absolutely. Peter, right? So tell me something where you God's called you guys to do something. Good question. Um, where, he, you know, this doesn't make sense, God. What in the world? Okay, I guess I'll do it anyway. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, my, my start back when I was uh, 22 years old, and God called me to move to Georgia from Tennessee. Mine was going to be moved to Georgia. Yeah, when God called us to move to Homer, I'm like, I don't want to move to South Georgia? Yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, peanuts and cotton fields. Yeah. And, uh, and, but I'm the, glad I went, though. Yeah. I was, too. And so, but my, my thing was is I'd just been off. Offered uh, an executive position at 22 with one of the most power companies there in Nashville, Tennessee, and the owner of the company that lived across the street from the governor's mansion, and he had asked me to be an executive, giving my own office at 22, dude, can't get better than that, in downtown Nashville, and working for his company. Yeah, and, but your church gave you your own office, too, in Georgia, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> and one-fourth of the salary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, so, exactly. and so, yeah, it was, but, but the difference was, is this guy, and this was 1988, he actually had a copier and, 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 uh, and I had a secretary. And when I went to Georgia in my first church, I had a mimeograph machine. So that was my different office. Is that where they check if you have breast cancer? No, no. It's, oh, yeah, gosh. It's, uh, what is that called? <laughs> no, we're not talking about this. Mimeo, what did you say? Mimeograph machine. I don't know what that is. Yeah, you cranked it out, and it was uh, it was really, that's how you printed your bulletins. Oh, all right, Andrew. What, what, <laughs> what has God called you to do that didn't make sense? Um, I'm kind of trying to think. I was on, I was not, you know, I'm not prepared for anything, so I, I was know. not prepared for that question. <laughs> um, I would probably He's say, real good at thinking off the fly, guys. Yeah, no. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, honestly, because I fought it for so long is I was probably going to Bible college. Um, you know, I, I, I tried everything in the world. I was not where I needed to be with Jesus either, ironically, even when I went to Bible college. Um, but I'm, I'm very thankful that I did ultimately go and follow what God had called me to do, even when I wasn't really following him. Isn't that ironic? Like I, I knew that he had led me, he had opened that door and I knew I tried not to. Terry went there, Aaron went there. There was no way in heck I was going into ministry at that point and stuff. And I had zero intentions of doing anything with the church. I barely wanted to, I didn't even want to go to church, let alone, uh, you know, be employed by the church or anything at that time. And for some reason, uh, you know, I made no sense to me, but I went to Bible college and, you know, had zero intentions of becoming a minister or anything, but I'm, 
I'm glad I did. I met my wife. I wouldn't be here. Um, you know, so I, there's tons of things that God, we tried everything with him. We took him to, um, to Liberty. We took him to, to Trevecca. We, we took him, uh, to, uh, I had gotten into like Southern Miss, Ole Miss. I was going to, you know, go to ICC and not even have to pay for school and stuff. And was going to do something like with music or whatever, like had zero, (laughs) like a high school choir director or something. Um, no, I like, actually, what do you go to ICC for music? For, believe it or uh, not, I was, outside of well, that. I was going to go to ICC cause it was free, well, but I, mean, I wanted to, yeah. and then I wanted to transfer to Southern Miss and go to a state school. Um, just cause I got some scholarships to that, to do music business, but that's why I wanted to get in and do like, uh, like Trevecca or something you know, like that in Nashville. When I think to music get into business, that. I think Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know it sounds super random, but they have an, like out of the state of Mississippi, it's the top notch music program. Miss Bar- Southern Miss Bar- Miss Barbara Mary is watching. She yeah. is going to correct you well, right I, now. So. I'm just I, saying. I know. I didn't think about it either. But I that, think music business. I think, boy, I want to move to South. I think. <laughs> what I think. Uh, t- very valid. Who's though. Tim McGraw's wife? Faith Hill. Faith Hill. She's from there. Oh, okay. I mean, I knew she's from Mississippi, but I didn't know. Yeah. But you Brett know what? Far from down in Hattiesburg. She, did, she right? doesn't live yeah, in Hattiesburg anymore. I know. <laughs> she, huh? she don't live there anymore. No. Because you know the music business. But is you know, not Tanner, a Mississippi girl don't change her ways. And she's is that t- a song? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and t- and t- yes, yeah, that's a big. Because a Mississippi girl don't change her ways just because everybody knows her name. <laughs> hey, you're you're muted. You're muted. You stop. You're muted. <laughs> you gotta get more culture than Southern gospel music, man. Faith Hill, come on. Tupelo, honey. You know I, that? No, that wouldn't hurt. All right, so all right, let's <laughs> okay, get back on topic. Yeah, let's get back on girl. topic. All right, all right. So, <laughs> so why don't we have the question we pose to our connect groups um, <clears throat> here is why don't we have more experiences like Peter? And they can answer that themselves. You can answer that to yourself. But I would argue, I think we do have those experiences like Peter. We just don't see them. Mm, yeah, as, and we definitely don't Good see point. them as clearly as you know a. a net full of fish you know so um well i think no you make a great point is that god is asking individually and that's where the fun part of god is that we're all missing is the fun part of god is every day in our life god is asking us to maybe not do the whole you know put the nets in and catch the big fish right but little things and some days those are big things and god is wanting us to walk with him on a daily basis and this that is a great point i wish i brought that out is that peter was just doing his job well, yes I did. I did actually. I'm ordained. That. Yes. <laughs> is that, that uh, which I did actually have in my notes. I don't know if I said it Sunday or not because I don't remember what I said Sunday, but is that, um, that God uh, asked us to do things where we're at. He uses mm-hmm. us on our turf. And that was the thing that Peter was in the boat. And so God is going to work in your job. Yeah, I did say that. And so, great point, <laughs> though, is that God uses us in, in our turf. Uh, so he's going to obviously use you with music stuff, and he's going to use Andrew with. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Mustache model? I don't know. No, heck no. Definitely not, no. No, no. no. Uh, so, uh, so that brings me to this quote that you have, and I honestly, I did not really get it. Mm-hmm. Live, so maybe you can explain it to me. Man, we've here. got it right okay. here. We're live. Explain it to me like I'm five. Yes, explain <laughs> it to me like I'm five. Jesus, I need to get that uh, that clip. audio. I need to get that audio because I've got a couple Michael Scotts in here. Here's my favorite. I declare. Bankruptcy! <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Anyways, so explain this quote to me like I'm five. Jesus shows him that his that this sense of being less than God and less than holy is precisely what God can work with. Yes, and so, right, and so that's what I was saying earlier is that that's where God gets us to that place that um, when Peter fell in the boat and cried out, God save me, I'm a sinner, uh, the the quote is, and it's a little you know, a little wordy, and of course it's a Bible scholar type person, but anyway, and so so, but what his argument is, is that God wants us in that lowly state. God wants us crying out that, man, I cannot, real, I, re, I just realize it's all about you. I realize that, you know, you are God. And so he gets us into this sense of being less than God. So, uh, you know, our problem, uh, Tanner, is that all of us think that we've got God figured out and that we can handle our lives. And the holy place that he wants us is at is then when we just blow ourselves one notch below God and go, okay, uh, I realize that I need you. Yes. All right, so my my most meaningful statement from the sermon was one of your bullet points there that you hit at the end, uh, and is the first one, Jesus chose not to minister to others alone. Yeah. Um, you know, in our job, we, I think, 
before the last couple of years, we were in that place to where we felt like I've got to do this by myself because mm-hmm. no one else can do this for me. Right. It's my job to do this particular task. Right. I don't need your help. You know, not that I don't want yeah. your help. I just don't need your help. And how wrong is that? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's good. Somebody yeah. else speak. Go. <laughs> no, yeah. As far as, you know, and I think that honestly, the way that we're trained sometimes, and I hate to get off on, you know, back to ministry training and stuff, but the way we did our churches is pastors were set up and, you know, I don't want to trust anybody to do anything else in the church. So I've got to run it. And then honestly, in the way that we were trained as ministers, you know, it was like, you got to run the show, you got to do all this stuff. And we've just totally missed the whole concept of discipleship. We've missed the whole concept of that our job is to equip people to do the work of the ministry. And so how much more fun is that? I mean, you know, yes, it's more hard work. Yes, it is more you have to release control and you have to trust people to do that. But that's if you think about it, we are so far in that model, the way that we've been trained to do ministry, at least the way we've done it in our thinking and, and even in leadership, is that uh, God Almighty could call down 10,000 angels to save the world right now, and yet he chooses the most frail broken, horrible system, us, yeah. <laughs> to do this. Yeah. And so he has patience with us. And we screw up everything, Tanner. We screw up everything. We continually get this thing wrong in our own lives, much less in ministry. And yet he still uses us to do ministry. That's crazy. And how much more should that be our model? And then Jesus moves us from the safety of what can be seen to help us trust him through the risk of being unseen. And that is exactly where... Uh, me and my wife are right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's further along than I am for sure. Cause I'm like, uh, uh-uh, nope, don't want to do that. I, I think your idea here is a great idea, but I'm not ready for that. You know, yeah. you know, but um, moves us from the safety of what we know. Sh- and shallow can, water to the exactly, deep water. It, that's exactly it. And I don't, you know, I don't know that I'm ready for deep waters <laughs> in some yeah. areas. And I'm yeah. being dead serious. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I just, you know, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, it's, Got to pray about that. Well, I mean, and praise God, I have a D group. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right. I know a lot of times it boils down to uh, personal sacrifice in a lot of ways. Of you know, it, it means a lot of times we're going to have to give up something. Um, but what it, ironically we are so hesitant to give up is that when we have the main thing, the main thing, just like Jesus mm-hmm. did, is look at how much he used Peter and James and John and Andrew and Matthew, like all the disciples, because they were willing to make that sacrifice and sacrifice their comfort zone or sacrifice their time or sacrifice, you know, and I say sacrifice as if it's a bad thing. That's not a bad thing to sacrifice. It's, I mean, scripture tells us if we're going to follow Jesus, we have to die to ourselves in order to follow him. So, you know, it's not even just always a, a, a matter of stepping out in faith. It's just simply we are our biggest holdup. You know, we know what God's called us to do. We just don't do it. And so uh, a lot of times it's simply in following Jesus, we make it more complicated than that. And I love what you said, Tanner, even this, the necessity of having a D group, of having mm-hmm. other people around you while, whether it be ministering, which by the way, I was I, I was a real slacker this week. I was in children's church for both Sunday service, like 10, 9 o'clock and 10.30, so I didn't wasn't part of the sermon. And then we didn't have connect group, and I went to a concert with Brandon Lake, Phil Wickham, and Pat Barrett, which was incredible. But one of the things even Brandon Lake said is I, it was amazing. He said— That's not his name. <laughs> or as Tanner affectionately calls him, Brandon Lake. Uh, it's L-A-K-E. And Phil but, Wickham. <laughs> Phil Wickham. Wickham. <laughs> Uh, one of the things things Brandon said um, at the concert is he just said, you know, we can't leave this ministry or just the ministry of discipleship, the ministry of reconciliation, the ministry of everything Jesus did up to the ministers. He said, if you are a follower of Jesus, you are to be ministering that whether you have a degree, whether you went to school for that, whether you that's you get paid to do it. You if you are a follower of Jesus, that's what you're called to do. And, and we, we just get, you know, you guys got to do two jobs. We just get to do one. Yeah. You know, we get paid to do it. But, you know, in all seriousness is that's the necessity of having people around you. You know, like Tanner jokingly said, but dead serious when we have to be called into deep waters. That's why we have guys around you surrounding yourself with those people that are going to speak truth into you and following and doing this life with you. We're not meant to do this alone, even as much as, you know, we like to be alone. We're we don't, we're not meant to do it alone. 
And I think that uh, you, you bring up a great point, both you guys do, is that this whole deep water thing, man, you got me thinking this morning on, and I'm in sermon writing mode. I know today, Tanner's but, but like I know this, full this, of wisdom this, is, this, this morning. Deep, Tanner, I'm impressed, dude. So great, great questions. <laughs> Samuel's but, been the best thing for you. <laughs> but, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sometimes I'll start a sentence. And I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. <laughs> that, that would describe you well. Yeah. I like that. So this whole thing about that you brought up, though, to give our listeners a little, little bit of practicality and help with all this. So, um, and you know, talk fast here to catch them up because Andrew took for a while. But anyway, is that... Uh, yeah, we're already at 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm almost, I'll, I'll do it quick. But no, you bring up a great point that I, I hope our f- folks will just uh, drill down on what you two guys have just talked about, is that when we... Uh, God calls us to make, and and where we really enjoy Him is in these deep waters. And to your point, that that is that's scary. I I'm convinced after doing this for a long time that most Christians we don't go to the deep water. Let's you know get our toes in, and, and so all of that is there. However, there's a cautionary thing to this. Let's make sure, and we've got to, you know to your to help a guy like you out that's going through this and figuring out where you're at, and because you you represent like everybody else, is that uh, is that how? So how do I help you guys out? And and here's what I found is that you've got to really drill down and with your discipleship group with those people around you don't dive into something in the deep water without making sure that this is where God is leading you to all these years yeah. I did so many church programs and I did so many good things that I really thought were well done but they would always never fulfill me and they would never be the right thing and God would somehow bail me out but that was sort of what happened in my life that's very rare most people never get into the deep water in the first place But I think what we're doing now with discipleship and with our church, our church doesn't become this kind of church, dude. And I'm not saying this arrogantly, so it has nothing to do with me. But if I'm not willing to let God take me through the research and, and help prepare me for what he wanted, what, what the deep waters need to look like in my life. Not what I wanted, but what does the deep waters look like in my life? This is how we get to be in the church that we're in today because I had to change what I thought was deep waters into what he really wanted me to go into the deep waters. And so God will lead us through prayer partners, other people to help us focus in on that. And ultimately, this is what's happening every week here at our church. Our people are learning to go in the deep waters, Tanner, through uh, hosting a connect group, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Hosting a connect group in your house, uh, taking on a discipleship group now. We've got 23 people that are personally walking through life with two or three other people. That's deep waters. We have 20 people doing service projects. They're out there on the front lines in the next four weeks going into deep waters. And so that is that is fulfilling. That <laughs> is enriching. So what we're trying to do at Connect Church is to simplify it. Let's all get plugged into the deep waters of discipleship and i think too and sorry i'm gonna shut up but (laughs) even when you know you've said that you know having a connect group in your home leading a d group it's a big deal and it is but y'all just because it's a big deal doesn't mean it's that hard right like we we make it it right we make it out to be like the deep waters you know and everything like we don't go so but waist deep in the ocean because (laughs) we're, we're afraid there's a shark in there or something like you know that's that's not god's way of doing this it's Sometimes these big things in the deep waters that we were so afraid of, like we swim just fine (laughs) and you got other people swimming with you and you've got other people that are sitting there with life preservers. You know, you continue with this analogy with you the entire time and you're going to find out you need some, sometimes you're going to need those and you allow people to be with you in that. So like sometimes even though they're big deals and they are the right things to be doing, they're not that hard. They're not that difficult. And we make it out to be. fun and rewarding. Yeah. You think about all the stuff that God's given us, our cars and our homes. Why not open ourselves up to let God use those for his glory? All right. Let me read y'all what Amy G just said on our uh, Facebook comments. Uh, appreciate her watching and listening all the way from Daphne, Alabama. Hey, uh, Amy. She said, she said, amen, Brother Terry. In the deep waters are so scary, but if you are truly following God's plan, uh, and will for your life, you will come barreling up out of those deep waters. And that Good leads point. me, yeah, great point, leads me right into these uh, last two truths that I'm going to leave us with, and then we'll uh, move on. Um, and I, in my opinion, I'm not the Bible scholar by any means, but I think you got these a little backwards here. Okay. For, for my brain. Maybe yeah, not for sure, else. sure. Jesus doesn't reveal his purpose for our lives until we follow him by faith. Easier said than done, of course. I sure. understand that. But then um, your other po- bullet point, Jesus sometimes rewards faithfulness by breaking our nets and filling our boats. 
I agree with you, actually, and I, and I, you know, acknowledge in the sermon that I borrowed this, but if I had to do it all over again uh, from Charles Swindoll, and so those bullet points, you know, were, I, I tweaked them a little bit, but yeah, I think you're right. I would re, I would do those in reverse order. Man, you're just blowing me away today, Tanner. Uh, good <laughs> okay, theology, I'll so. preach this Sunday. <laughs> bring it, no, man. No, bring it. past Sunday. You should have done I'll, that. Okay, I will do the music this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> mute, mute, mute. S- said no one ever. All right, but yeah, you're right. Is, is we step out by faith and God uh, does break our nets by uh, filling our boats. That's, yeah, I like that, dude. Let's let's reverse the order. So yeah, I'm that's totally it. All right. Well, that wraps up our uh, wonderful fishing in deep waters sermon recap. I've been called to be a fisher to me. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, we will see you on the other side of the break. Okay. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. We look forward to connecting with you. That's right, here at Connect <laughs> Church, 1650 North Veterans. I'm not going to read everything that he just said. You, you have a much higher voice than Dan. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but we do appreciate you watching and listening, and we're going to get into our enough with the sermon stuff. Let's get into our fun, <laughs> our fun segments on that the podcast. That Jesus stuff isn't near as fun. That's right. <laughs> no. you know, I have a few talking points here. I wanted, I had a weird dream last night. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Are we, are we, is this appropriate to share it, on? Yes, it's appropriate. I oh, had dear. a dream uh, involving our Japan trip, and some people were on the plane that were supposed to be, and some people were not, and it was just a little weird. And you know who else was there? This is what makes it weird. Houston Dale Nutt was on the plane. Wow. I don't know why, but the old right reverend Houston Nutt was there on the plane. I wouldn't call him reverend. (laughs) So in your dream, uh, this is going to be terrible, Tanner, but I mean, Andrew, but in your dream was you and Houston McNutt wearing a mask? Not McNutt. (laughs) No, that's true. There were no masks on the plane. Okay. I just want to make sure your dream was was consistent with your Oh, that's how you know it was a dream. Exactly (laughs) There you go. That's good. All right, let's get into our best and worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. All right, Andrew, did you come prepared for the best and the worst? Of the week. The what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> which, which one are we starting with? Uh, let's go with the best. The best. I had lots of best, man. It was it was a really good week. You know, minus dad and all that. But <laughs> it was actually a really good week. Um, you know, we celebrated Nora's birthday and everything. Um, it had family in town. She loves Toy Story. It was a lot of fun. Um, had a good visit with my in-laws. Ate some great food. Um, even yesterday, I took the morning and we just took Nora out to like Ballard Park and then took her to the mall to get Chick-fil-A and they do a thing like build a bear where it only costs two dollars or it costs however however old you're turning like that's how much it costs to do the build a bear so it costs us two dollars for real build a bear nice. yeah I didn't know that plug that cool. for build a bear missing out on that now but then you want to put a dress on it it costs forty dollars for a yeah. dress but you get a naked bear so we you got a naked, naked bear, bear. <laughs> <laughs> but, what do you get for two dollars uh, exactly but you know so bear naked lady uh, no anyways do you know that's a rock group, right? Yes, okay. Group. <laughs> so you know rock stuff. And, okay, anyways. Well, see, but, that, was, that was pre-teen years right And then, there, of course, so. uh, you know, I didn't get to watch it, which is part of my worst. Um, but I was watching the Ole Miss-Texas A&M game, and uh, it was it – was, 
almost as scary as Terry's wreck because we almost gave up the lead in the third quarter. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I am thrilled that we pulled that out. Also, I'm... I'm, oh, wait, wait! I gotta stop for a second. Are are you okay? So, how do you cheer on right, this? Right, I did not. So, so there how, was no rooting interest in that game. So, you have a Texas team, though. Babe. If any time we needed a terrorist, that stop. was it. <laughs> that was it. No, I'm. That's kidding. how I feel when State and LSU play. I just kind of want the whole stadium to implode. Right. My actual prediction, and I I texted uh, old Shane the predict. I said I think Ole Miss will win this game, thirty-four to twenty-seven. I was wrong on the score, really? but I did predict the win. Yes. I, I would have said a dissimilar, but. Opposite. Yeah. Does so that you're, make, you're, make sense? You're, just, like, you're not happy or miserable either way. Then it was Texas. And right. I don't, yeah. I, I, if they could have both lost, that'd been ideal. But <laughs> it's not going to happen. So, anyway. Sorry. All right, Terry. What's your best of the week? My best of the week was uh, while in Florida doing a discipleship conference. Met some great young preachers, and it was sensational. The sessions, man, they were just. Uh, I, I felt like really encouraged by what they were able to hear and helping them understand how to do discipleship in their churches, and uh, many of them struggling. And so we really felt like was God just used that as beneficial, but that was cool. But equally right there with it is uh, this guy took me to a place on the Gulf that had the best fried shrimp I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I mean, it was, and I ate, and I ate, Love and shrimp. I ate shrimp, and then I had whitefish in a grouper. And so it was, it was heavenly. And I did use, um, what's the red stuff? Uh, cocktail, cocktail sauce. sauce. Cocktail did, sauce. Yes, yes. It's got horseradish in there. <laughs> Ter- Terry is just now broadening his yeah. uh, culinary horizon. So, <laughs> all right, so uh, Hi Carly and Sela are watching the podcast hey, right now. Hey, y- if y'all hey, are watching, let Cela. us know your let us know your best of the week, and we'll read some of it on the air. Yeah. Okay, uh, my best of the week. Um, you know, we of course we had the baby, so my best of the week <laughs> is all of the food that has been delivered to our nice, house. Nice. It's nice. been incredible. And you know what? Our calendar is still open. If you want to <laughs> if you want to continue to bring meals for um, for the next 18 years. We're so we're still so exhausted and just can't function. We can't cook for all these children. If you want to continue to bring meals, I will, we've got a date. Can we make like an ASPCA commercial for you and your family in the arms mm. of yes. the angel? I've you got sad see. foster faces I yeah. can go on there. This is totally no, you can't ta- show their faces. Yeah. This is Tanner's daily life now. Like, we yeah. can we can sit there. You can feed the starving worship pastor. That's right. Feed the starving worship That's right. You can tell I haven't missed a meal and I appreciate that connect church i do all right andrew what's your worst of the week uh probably the worst was gonna have to be uh you know hardhead over here was um not not because of his wreck but because i was watching the old miss game <laughs> actually i will say my other worst is i was potentially gonna have tickets to go um, I'm not going to say that my in-laws were the worst. I'm going to say the fact that all of this fell on Nora's birthday weekend and everything, which I've specifically told Ashlyn. I said, look, if this is a morning game, I'm leaving at 11. Yeah. I don't care if the party starts at 1030. I'm leaving at 11. But, um, you know, the fact that I would have technically been able to go to the game, but I felt like I should be with my family yeah. and everything else instead. So I was just watching it at home. And then Hardhead over here has to steal all the attention. And <laughs> so I didn't get to watch the game at all until after. The, actually, I still haven't finished the game. See, I haven't gone back and watched the Ole Miss game either. So, you know, it's not like well, I'm making it, idols out of it. You but, know who wins. So exactly. I mean, yeah. it was, I, but I still wanted to watch it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Belen asks, is that a jug of tea on the table? Yes. 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 And we're unsure about how old it is. I'm going to smell to see if it's fermented yet. You know, we're being biblical up here. Is that- Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's something out of your fridge, Belen. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, goodness. No, do take, not drink that. Take a drink. Uh-uh. I'll give you a dollar. I'll give you two dollars. Here, you smell it first. Smell it. I can't smell. You can't smell. You got COVID? I, I haven't lost Pull my your mask down, and- Tanner, and you I can lost smell. My smell. Do not can spill you smell this that? On- Chuck is having a nightmare. You're going to spill this all over this stuff. Can you smell it at all? I don't smell anything. Okay, you know that that tastes bad, right, Terry? I don't know. Like, or smell it. Smell it. Did you know you that that doesn't a- smell good. Did you ever get a Mickey Ooh, yeah. D's? <laughs> all right, hold on. I- will you really give me a dollar if I try this? No. Did you ever oh, get a uh, well, Mickey Sure. Oh, jeez. I mean, I grew up drinking this. Mom let tea sit in there for three years before oh, okay. she did it. Right. <laughs> oh, she said, Andrew, you're grounded. <laughs> Still not good. Just like no, the good old days, that, Mom. That was our worst of every week. <laughs> you, remember, you remember going to McDonald's and getting a Mickey D's sweet tea, and they gave you one that's been sour? Oh, it's so oh, turned. Oh, that's the yes. worst. Oh, that's, that's the worst. That's exactly what that tastes say, like. That, I imagine that's what it's that is. It's not incredibly is. old, but, you know, it's not got the mold on it. But, All right, oh. Terry, what's your worst of the week? My worst of the week was that uh, I made my wife run down a highway thinking that looking 
looking at the car and thinking that you know, I was passed away. So that was tough, and and uh, that was that was very. You know, that's dramatic. not the story I heard. I heard that she was having a little bit of a smile. Yeah, it could have been. Could have been. Saw some life insurance coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there was, there was a call Florida. made to uh, so, yeah. Mississippi Farm Bureau. <laughs> yes, yes. And so yeah, Terry's gone. Uh, but, uh, I'm free. <laughs> uh, but I did cause us to miss the, uh, and we had uh, been waiting for like six months uh, for Foreigner concert, and so we. Is Foreigner the one that sings that simply the best? I, I, is that who sings I've that? never even heard of Foreigner until oh like my last God. week. Oh, my gosh. Were y'all the ones talking about it? And I, yeah. I didn't know that was a band. I'm sorry. I uh, did not know. Morgan Wallen's the lead singer of Foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a boy, right? <laughs> they're, they're the greatest. Well, he does have a mullet. So. One of the greatest groups of all time. Yep. All right, my worst of the week is my stupid fantasy team playing against Terry over here. <laughs> they, I scored like 120-something points last week, and I go for 50 freaking four points for this year. I, I could have had Tom, so I could have mad. had Tom Brady versus him, and we would have outscored him. Exactly. So. Like, there was no <laughs> chance in the world that I was winning that matchup. Uh, and, and the thing was is that we were rated up until like halfway through Sunday. I was He was still projected to win. And then all of a sudden, his team, yeah, I mean, he was still projected to beat me and all this. And all of a sudden, he goes to 0% chance <laughs> yeah, of zero winning. Like, I, I, you know, they give you a projection how many team points your team, you know, should score. I was projected 104. 104. 104 and scored 50, 54 points. <laughs> Makes me so, so Hold mad. on, let me mute Tanner's mic. Oh, I, I, I could have uh, put a, four of my guys on injured reserve and still beat Tanner. So. Yes. Are, jo- so are Jonathan and Jared still fighting for last? Yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think Jonathan has moved up a spot. Dang it. Lee, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's getting a little bit better. Lee King has um, taken over that 11 spot. Let me Uh-oh. make sure I'm right. Um, <laughs> Let's see. See, I feel like it's yes, not... Lee King and Jared are now fighting for that shirt right yeah, now. Yeah, they're tied. Oh, okay. Yeah. As I say, Jared would, you know, he. I feel like Jared would own it. He'd wear it proud and Absolutely. everything else and oh, yeah. stuff. He can't wait to wear that shirt up here on stage on I'm Sunday. not going to lie. I, I can't picture Lee wearing that shirt. <laughs> but Jonathan cares too much about what other people think. So I really want Jonathan to wear it. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, that was our worst of the week. Let's see. Amy said Tanner's going to have a bad weekend again because Bama's going to spank it. Shut up, Amy. Wow. Oh, is Bama playing Arkansas? Yeah. Oh, Arkansas. Yeah. Hey, Amy G. Can I get yeah. a roll tide? <laughs> you, okay, you just sounded dumb. <laughs> no, that's okay. We play Vandy this week, so I'm confident. Yeah. Um, all right, so this weekend, um, or not this weekend, there is a plumber at my house right now, guys. Oh, yeah. We're having some uh, faucets and things that need to be fixed. And did you know that there is the only way – sh- I got a picture of this, Chuck. Let me get this – get my remote back up here. There is the only way to get to uh, the faucet is to go through the back of the wall in the bedroom. Yeah. Wow. I was just dumbfounded by this. That's I was crazy. Like, I, what needs fixed in this room has to be fixed in the other room. That's crazy. Is it because that's where like the main water valve is? I guess. I don't know. They said that those fixtures, the only way that when they put them in originally, this is just the only way to get to it. And I'm like, well, they could be taking me for a ride and I have no idea, but you're the expert. I got to trust you. Yeah. So, so here we are. That's crazy. Hey, yeah. I got a quick update on fan. I mean, not that that's important, but uh, so I just looked at the fantasy thing for this. I'm playing Jared. I am scheduled to lose to Jaron, who's in last place. Yeah, he's place. always projected to win. Always. Well, but but here's what just popped up. I have This is the first time I've ever done this. I have six of my fantasy football players that have just went under the questionable that they may not play Sunday. No, six. On you one. better hit that waiver <laughs> wire. Better hit that waiver wire. All right, let's get into our next favorite segment, which is Dumb Questions. Um, this might be a stupid question. Uh, there's no such thing as a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot. Of stupid questions. Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. So, uh, in my past life, I was an accountant from the age of 22 to 30 before I got fired for no apparent reason, and uh, such a waste of 14 years of my life. <laughs> Go ahead, Terry. You had something you wanted to say? Wait, what? I, I'm not following. Yeah, you gotta say that again. I, I missed that. I was an accountant from age 22 to 30. And uh, then they fired me for no good reason. I said, that's such a waste of 14 years of my life. 22 to 30. Eight years. I know. I just I was like, where's the question? I'm so confused. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah. So I, I got am. It. 
That makes more sense. You went to Morville, didn't you? Yeah, no. Yeah, that was good. So, hey, just want to remind our listeners. So, a little poll question: If you are watching or listening, so I got a, a, a you know interaction here thing. So, the title of my message that I'm leading in to- towards is "Your God is Too Small." So that's you know your God is too- okay. Anyway, and so or no, no, could- no. You were going there. It's my God is so big, so strong, and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. Do do. You were doing the opposite. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally just lost it right now. And yeah. so, uh, so that's that's one uh, title for the sermon. Strong faith, big God is uh, as a second option. Or uh, how big is your God? So, uh, if the listeners want to weigh in on one of those three options. Oh, uh, so we get to vote on your sermon title? No, but it's I could. I'm still going to use what I want. But I just, <laughs> <laughs> then don't ask the question. It, well, my only concern is: is there a write-in option? <laughs> yes, yes. So, but it is going to be a cool message. Uh, Jesus is going to heal the leper, and yes, I do have how great thou art on our uh, song list this Sunday. So that's nice, perfectly. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So and so I do. I, I think it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a neat message on. Uh, they literally lower a guy through a roof, and we're going to see what happens on that but the roof. Uh, the roof and so your god is too small coming at you this sunday all right so here are your dumb questions and we will get out of here chuck's got to go back to work thank you chuck again for our, our production manager <laughs> yes. coming in the, and, the and live streaming falling the podcast. Apart. that's right all right here's your dumb questions and then we will uh wrap it up what color is a mirror S- silver gray no. i don't know what color is a mirror prism i don't know <laughs> All, rainbow i don't know rainbow <laughs> it's all the go i don't i don't know what that's a good question isn't that a good question a good like question. we think about it i i don't know there's got to be a term for that i don't know google it and let me know uh all right your second dumb oh, question gosh. is why is a boxing ring square a boxing a boxing ring is square because it's a box yeah well boxing is the ring. Oh, but it's a ring. ring. The boxing ring where they do the boxing is not a ring. Huh. It's a square. Wow, y'all are really good on that one. That was really Chuck good. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck just sent me a, a text that says that it's got a picture of the Veggie Tales. God is bigger than the boogeyman. So He's bigger than Godzilla. My or- God is bigger than the boogeyman. He's bigger than Godzilla or the monsters on TV. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You've got kids, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right, my last uh, dumb question. Let's wrap it up. How come we've never, and this is for Amanda Bedingfield. Yes. How come we've never seen mouse-flavored cat food? Oh, good wow. question. How I come like there's no mouse-flavored cat food? That is awesome. It's wow. always, you know, like yes. grilled chicken and turkey yeah, yeah. and, you know, well, fish. That is awesome. Huh. I mean, you like Tom and Jerry, like they can get a sponsorship through this. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna go, let's go start the three of us a mouse. This is an om- entrepreneur idea, yeah. business mouse, mouse flavored company. Yes. Well, you told you told all five people that are watching they're gonna steal our ideas. So <laughs> back off, Amy G and Denise and Mom <laughs> and Debbie Huey and Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And we will do this podcast again next week. Same time, same place. Happy Connect Church. Go Hogs. Peace. Oh, oh come on. <laughs>